What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need to thank you. Just hammer that promo code. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Middle cough! Hey, B! Hey! Mamba, Georgia! Mamba, Georgia! Orlando! Or Celine Dion! Sammy Davis! James Harden! James Harden! I expect to look at Carr in the, the other one is holding a microphone. Come come How over so here, clear? Darren. Come here, Darren. You. How is he yeah. so clear? I need you, I need you, Henry. Come you te- here, Henry. You texted me during the game. You're like, how is Derek so like why is he so much clearer than Mahomes? Does he turn the microphone up? He was the very, microphone very clear. in Rodney Hudson's butt? I mean, how is he so loud? It did it did make that that was an exceptional viewing experience it really from was. a microphone standpoint. And that's we had you know, talked about it before the season. Yes. I, I did. I think part of it, not luck, but when you're in a dome, the sound is going to just be more contained, right? Yeah. So, it, you know, and then in the Vegas dome, maybe the acoustics are, are really good. Give hey, Listen, I got to give Mark Davis some credit, guy. We had talked. I, I think I had assumed it was turf. I think we had said on the podcast it was turf. He's got a grass fucking field in there. Oh, yeah. It's turf for UNLV. So they they rip it out and put it back on. Yeah, they, well, they don't rip; they just roll it. It's You're like, doing it's a game like there Arizona. Friday, right? If all goes as planned, yeah. <laughs> and they're gonna have turf on the field, and so they don't rip up the Raiders' turf. field. Yeah, the Raiders' field rolls out. The Raiders' field rolls out. The grass rolls outside. Yep. Wow. And then the turf is just underneath it. Y- you know, they showed it during the game. I don't know where the artificial surface is. They didn't when they showed it rolling in. It was just concrete, so I'm not sure where gotcha. the artificial. So you think maybe they're both on rollers? I don't think Clearly. so because the yeah I don't know yeah I guess you're right probably I'm not sure how they pull that off. But yeah, I thought I, I give Mark credit. He, I mean, he's held out, man. He hasn't come to a game yet. I, I know <laughs> what the fuck was he doing tonight? You think I don't know? I want a live shot of him, but I kind of thought I was like, "What are you doing? Go to the games." I, you know what? Solidarity, I'm, I respect, Mark. Your team looks good. Your stadium's beautiful. Respect. Yeah, because it wasn't about 
he he would have been allowed to have a certain number of fans eventually. It was just UNLV has had screw- fans at games this year. Yeah, he he wasn't going to limit people that had paid him money that he had to. I'm sure right. re- it was a shitty deal. Anyway, uh, yeah, you're right. It was the viewing experience that we hoped the AF would be. That Sunday yeah. night game. Yeah, it really was. That, that was, but Derek was dramatically louder than Mahomes because I clearer. really listened in the second half. And maybe he's just saying a lot more than maybe. Mahomes just calls the play that Andy calls. That uh, Orlowski, who bothers me a little bit sometimes, a little cheesy, did actually a really good job. I, he tweeted something out about a moment of Derek going back and forth with the different calls and how it was like checking. Like Derek what has a lot more power, I think, than Mahomes at the line of scrimmage with the offense in the sense of like he can just check out of plays and when they go to different coverages. Now, granted, you just watch Mahomes, like the play they call usually works, right? I mean, there, there are multiple guys uh, uh, open, but Derek was noticeably louder slash, like you said, clearer and just much more verbal. I mean, he was just saying a lot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, you know, I, I mean, it just, I don't think most guys say that much. He was just saying, he's like, I mean, he was like having a fucking conversation with, Jason, come over here, bring the hot dogs, the sandwiches, and tell Darren to run a post, but actually James Harden that one. It's like, (laughs) Jesus Christ, he's saying a lot. Uh, Which is cool. I mean, it's all people want, It was really cool. We got, got, I got to, do you think the State Farm commercials with Mahomes and Rogers are like the most expensive commercials on television right now? How much does State Uh, Farm spend on... Insurance. Well, I mean, think. well, think how much we pay as humans to insurance companies. They have a lot of money. And they say, as a company, you're supposed to spend ten percent of your revenue on marketing. So, how much do you think State Farm gets every month? Yeah, billions. Just, but those two guys <laughs> have to be two of the most expensive spokespeople to hire. Yeah, what do you think they pay to each? If you just had to ballpark guess, I it? don't even. I five, five million, million dollars. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Chris Paul. Uh, how much do you think that other guy? How do you how do you think that other guy gets Jake? Yeah, great question. For him, he's like shit. I get you know some pictures with them and five hundred thousand dollars salary. Better than a sitcom. Yeah, he's like these idiots got to work. I I shoot for like three days with Rogers and Mahomes. These idiots, you know, at the down in Hollywood, fucking shoot their shows all week. I show up once a month. It's shoot incredible in and the I'm, off season. It's probably boys with them, you know. Yeah, stay at Rogers' tickets. house in Lambo. Go see a game. <laughs> Yeah, borrow the ring from Mahomes. Sideline passes. Do you think the dog ever found that ball that Rogers threw away down the over the <laughs> trees? See that convert that that part's unrealistic because you would hurt your elbow throwing a ball that light that far. You would. But he's so tan in that commercial. No, he looks physically pretty good. This podcast brought to you by, not right now. Ease.com, promo code ham or promo code ham ten if you're a returning user. E-A-Z-E dot com. Home for the holidays, doing whatever for the holidays. You need to relax a little bit. These times can be stressful. Go to our friends at Ease, E-A-Z-E dot com. Use our promo code HAM. Get yourself some pre-rolls, some vapes, some edibles, some topicals. I know a lot of people that have arthritis. Arthritis. Put Put a little topical on your arthritis or on your elbow pain. You get a little tennis elbow. You got a cranky knee. Put it on there. You feel a lot better. Balky. You a got Trent a balky, balky knee? knee. You got a Trent Balky back? Uh, go to ease.com. Promo code HAM. Or returning users, HAM10. Uh, 21 or over. Get verified online in minutes. Bing, bang, boom. Delivered right to you. 
Get ready for the holidays. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. God, that's good. I wish I'd thought of that. That's fantastic. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. What'd you bring? Green beans? Kinda. <laughs> yeah. Get ready, Mom. Oh, all right. Now, coming up on Thursday, we'll have a couple Thursday night Thanksgiving games that will uh, leave something to be desired. Sunday night football was incredible, John. Feels like uh, rivalries. Riv- I don't want to say back, 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 like Berman back. Back, like, back, back, back. Rest in peace, home run derby 2020. Uh, I thought you were going to say Raiders pass. I was like, no, 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 no. (laughs) Raiders Chiefs was, that was an awesome Sunday night game. And I honestly, maybe it's because there's no crowd. It was weird. Even when Kelsey's standing in the end zone with the game winning touchdown, it still felt to me like the Raiders won the game. Like they were, I don't know. It was weird. It was really weird finish. Yeah. There was a lot of buildup for this game, right? It started with the buses. Around Arrowhead, yeah. The clearly the big fella, the big fella. I think kind of used his bulletin board material. They were fired up, and I listen. We all thought deep down, maybe some diehard Raider. I, I thought they were going to get rolled. I had and the you could tell, I had the Chiefs minus six and a half. I was so happy with that. You could tell early on that, like, holy shit, the Raiders came to play that first drive. Boom, scored a touchdown, and it was like, God, they are bringing it. And the game was just. I mean, it was fantastic, guy. You had you had the best quarterback in the league against Derek, who's one of the more polarized. You could argue the most polarizing quarterback in the league, right? Because a lot of people rank him high, but then people in the league think he's shitty. But then fans think he's shitty. But then some fans think he's great. I, yeah, I would say over the last like five years, him and Cousins. But yes, I think you could definitely make the case. Dak, there. maybe. I mean, yeah. it's a, it's a short it's a short list for sure. Uh, I, I think Jimmy became that this year a little bit, but Derek universally was awesome tonight. I mean, was fantastic. I'd have to really do a deep dive, playing with a little bit less pressure that that kind of MVP year. Like people weren't coming out to get him really. Like this year, with everyone watching against the Chiefs or the defending Super Bowl champs. For, and they hit it on in the broadcast. Al, you know, they've talked about Tom Brady coming in, how much they really like Gruden, and then they're talking about how they're on the same page. And then you watch Derek run the offense. John, I'm watching this game thinking John really believes in him. Now, obviously, he should the way he's playing, but, like, it's not even arguable after watching that they're on the same page. Because, like, when you watch Mahomes and that offense, you go, that's a well-oiled machine. It's hard to come away with another thought about the Raiders than their well-oiled machine on offense, right? After you watch that performance, yeah, and really, Kansas City's flaws on defense partly exploited just by a Raiders offense that was fantastic. And we'll get to Derek. We'll do a discussion about Derek, but um, it's crazy to me after watching that game that the Raiders are six and four in the seven seed in the AFC because they looked fantastic, right? Like that team. The math aside, because right now you, you we've just got a dogfight in the AFC for that seven seed between them and the, who would have thought the Ravens at six and four, and even Cleveland's at seven and three. You're like, well, what in the world is that? Well, the Raiders have beat them. The Raiders right? have beat them, but they're a game in the loss. They're just yeah, a game. But back. For, I I had this thought during the game with the Ravens. I bet if you really look deep, the Ravens' defense is better than the Raiders. But the way he's playing and the way Lamar's playing as a quarterback, there, there's not even an argument who you'd rather face. You would rather face the Lamar Jackson right now than Derek because in 2020, in the history of the NFL, 
throwing quarterbacks create fear in defensive coordinators in a big spot, in big games. That's how you win. It's why the Ravens have not been winning. Now, overall, we'll see the Ravens are playing on Thursday night, which is a massive game on the road at Pittsburgh. But like the way Lamar plays, and we can even go the other teams. Baker Mayfield, guy, he's barely he barely threw for over two hundred yards today. Like he's just not. Derek's I don't even. You don't even need to tell me what he did. Yeah, I, I mean, he's. I we know Derek's better than Baker. The point is, all the other wild card teams, like Derek's, just a better player than. Now, it does feel like whoever doesn't win the AFC South is going to get that spot for sure. Mm-hmm. I still have a hard time thinking the Ravens won't make it. But if they lose Thursday, who knows? The Raiders just, this was part of the deal, even though you'd already beat the Chiefs, why tonight was pretty big. You lose it. I think the hard part about losing this game for them is they go, fuck, I don't think we can play that much better. Our, I mean, our defense, we could say our defense could, but they just don't. Like but they, I do the think, defense is the defense. Yeah, that's true. But I would say this. You play that game 10 times, just if that's what you roll out every week in the league, you're just going to be a playoff team, right? Well, guy, I, I tweeted middle of the game. How many throws tonight... I thought Mahomes made three or four throws that I just considered like silly. Like just in NFL circles, they would just, we use this word a lot, elite. Like it just, maybe him and, and Rodgers are the only guys that make that throw. I mean, physically, Josh Allen can make the throw, but he wouldn't. Like the guy, the, the throw he hit to like Travis Kelsey rolling out to his left, he made another throw to uh, to Tyreek Hill he just made several throws that their DBs were like in position. If those DBs just played like that normally, they would be easily 11-12 win team. And and now, like you said, the record is the record. You just, it's going to be hard. You just, to get to 10-6, and six, even though they're clearly, they probably have a 12 or 13 win offense, 6-7 win defense, and you just meet somewhere at 9 or 10, right? Yeah, I, I, I do think the saving grace for them now, it's hard. I shouldn't say the saving grace because the Ravens are out right now, so you're still battling for their spot. But I don't think the Browns at 7-3 are going to make the playoffs in the AFC. Yeah, but we remember we looked at their schedule. They're fucking playing nobody. Well, but I think they got three losses on their schedule coming up. They play Tennessee. They play Baltimore. They play Pittsburgh, Cleveland. Now, you're right. They also have Jacksonville, the Giants, and the Jets. So they might be a 10-6. Those, those are their next three games, right? Uh, no, I gave you the three wins and the three losses, not in any particular Do you have, do you have the schedule right now? Up. The Browns go Jacksonville, Tennessee, back-to-back road games, Baltimore at home. So they will be 8-3, and three, and then they could go to two losses, go to 8-5, and five, right. and well, then... The, well, they'll go two wins, because then they got the Jets and the Giants, or reverse that, Giants and Jets. Then they got Pittsburgh to finish, but Pittsburgh... Well, so they get 10 and 6. You're right. Pittsburgh might not have nothing to play for. Well, but the way the Chiefs are playing, they might. Chiefs are only a one loss. Pittsburgh's unbeaten. They might have the to Chiefs, win that game. The Chiefs still the Chiefs still play the Saints and they still play the Bucks. But you, but to your it's point, to tell, like but you, my point is they, the they do have game, a path to 10 and 6 without beating a good team. You might have to use that Browns tiebreaker. Now. But the Browns just might get like to me it the Browns probably get in, the Raiders would get in at 10 and the Ravens but then the loser ten, yeah, it's gonna more than likely a nine ten win. I think team will view as a playoff level team will not yeah, make in the I, AFC. Well, after what and you it just could, said, and it could be the Raiders. I think say what you. I, I think you're right. I think a ten win team might miss the playoffs in the AFC. Yeah, that's pretty nuts. I didn't see that. I didn't envision that happening early on. But no. I didn't envision the Browns winning ten games. No, 
I think the hard part would be if you're the Raiders, you start looking at it and start doing some math. You handled your business against them, right? And they just might have an easier path to get to 10 than you do. Now, they still got two games against Miami and Indy they got to take care of. Uh, you know, tonight, the other thing was for a split second, when it looked like, God, the Raiders could win this game when Witten scores a touchdown, I started thinking, like, the division, they would have swept the Chiefs and been one game behind them with some tough games coming up for the Chiefs. It wouldn't have been out of the realm of possibility. Yeah. But that that unofficially kind of ended tonight. The Chiefs unofficially won the AFC West now with a three-game lead, which they st- it still would have been hard for the Raiders, even if they would have won the game. But it definitely would have been a talking point, right? It would have been, you know, the Raiders have... Who do they play next week? Uh, the Falcons. Atlanta. They're like, ah, oh, they just keep racking up wins. Yeah. Uh, but now they're battling. That's what we talked about this during the week. Like, you lose. The worst case, you lose and you play well. Because then you're thinking, like, God, you're feeling good about yourself. But then you start doing the math. You just find yourself in this weird spot in an AFC that, safe to say, is a little bit better than we thought was going to be. I think it's better than the NFC by far. But the, the irony is that part of it is because Baltimore... But but because Baltimore's out right now, but a huge part of that is that the Raiders look as good as they look. Like that's part of why the AFC the, C- the Steelers better. could knock the Ravens out, kind of though. Not out out, but like they're six and five, they would be in shambles. Yeah, this is a must. This is a huge game for the Ravens. Yeah, it is. It is. But I, but 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 I just think part of the reason the AFC feels better than we thought is because the Raiders look like. They're better than a six and like they feel to me like a seven and three team, not a six and yeah. four team. I think the I think the Browns too. I mean, the Browns are seven and three. I give them no respect, but you're right. They are seven and three. They are. I can you imagine what that would have been like with a crowd Sunday night? Chiefs, Raiders feeling like that. I mean, just honestly, I special. honestly I can't because it's hard for me to invi- like I don't know quite what the Vegas. Fa- I was thinking about that while the game was going on. I'm like. I was texting with someone. I'm like, this place would be ape shit. I'm like, well, I've never seen it. Like, what would the crowd be like? <laughs> yeah. It is still an That's unknown, point. right? It is. I, I do think it would be, but could it just be a lot of super rich people flying in? I mean, is it... If you told me I just get the crowd that you and I have spent so many Sundays at on, and you just put them there, I'd be like, that place would be fucking going bonkers. But, but I don't... Of, uh, but I will say... Is that the case? A bunch of super rich people in Vegas do act kind of crazy, even if it's a white-collar crowd. True. And people have always said that, like, you know, some of the people painted up in the black hole were like a lawyer and like Ram. It's like, so you just, you never underestimate that. But the the, the Coliseum no. crowd had a legit edge to it. I, I just, I don't know. And that's, but, that's one thing we don't know. But this, I, what, this is what I always say. You I feel Vegas the, will be better in SoFi, but, right? I have more confidence in Vegas than SoFi. Yes. Yeah. But you could have the whole black hole there. That's still, you, most of the seats in the stadium is not the black hole. Like, Right, the black hole makes it look intimidating, but the, the the you need everybody in every seat to really make the thunderous. Yeah, but I definitely like, noise. Who are those people? You know. Yeah, I locals. I think Vegas is gonna. I do think the people in Las Vegas. Here's the other thing: Are they gonna roll into the stadium now? Off of like, are they gonna? I don't know. That's a whole other conversation. But I was just saying it. I think Vegas will uh, will show up for these guys next year. They keep well, like yeah. This. If you factor in like what they did for the hockey, they should be pretty passionate. All right, on to Derek Carr and his performance on Sunday Night Football. All the audibles, we had fun going through all the audibles. People love from a viewing experience uh, talking about the audibles and what he's saying and shouting out Gruden's wife and all kinds of stuff. I did also think on Sunday night, it just he was he just felt John in. 
And not that we haven't heard audibles, not that he hasn't been in control. He's had a couple games this year that we've talked about. have been like, God, that was a really, even against Denver, right? It was like, God, I, that performance was better than the final numbers. Uh, he was in complete control. I mean, even Gruden after the game said he was almost flawless. He said he had four or five, and this is Gruden's word, magnificent throws. I agree. I, I really do agree. He, with it was one of the best. You know what he felt like? It felt like watching him. This is going to, I just, just from a control standpoint at Fresno State, you remember it was just, he'd step on the field. And you just knew he was better than everybody on the field and he acted like it. Not an arrogant way, just in a total control way. And it just, he went, he felt like he was going toe to toe with Patrick Mahomes on Sunday night. Well, he had 21 completions. Of the seven incompletions, I'm pretty sure they all hit people in their hands. I mean, Aguilar yeah, had other two than drops. The, the non-grounding call in the last, right? Okay. Aguilar had two so drops. That, that would be the one. Head. Aguilar had two drops, and the other one that just that hit the ground, that hit him in the hand, right? So that's three. Ingle, two. Ingle uh, had two. Boom, that's we're at five right there. So I'm just missing one. I mean, he was... Guy, he was simply fantastic. Like, you just watch Mahomes. We talk about this all oh, the time. the Brian Edwards PBU. Which I, a lot of Raider fans like think it has to be P.I. I do think, and, and I think it goes both ways, too. I like when they just let them kind of battle that out. This is the NFL. This isn't high school football. I Let these guys kind of battle it out like they were both going at it. I had no issue with that. No, but that was an on-target throw. I mean, a guy, he, he kind of had it. I actually thought the DB just kind of made a good play swipe. Was he holding him a little bit when he was going up? Yeah. But the ball kind of hit and, like, went down his body. You, you're his right. Back. Every ball was just on the money. The, to me, the ball Nelson Aguilar dropped late in the game when he hits the ground, I guess before the one that he dropped in the end zone, but down the sideline, mm. when Derek is backpedaling, throws kind of off his back foot. Like, I thought tonight for the first time in a long time, with everyone watching, he had got this like check down Charlie. And and there are games and there are times when it was fair. But the one thing we've always pushed back on, and anyone that knows his game has pushed back on, like Alex was checked down Charlie because he couldn't throw it far. Derek can throw the ball far, like Mahomes. He he has a strong arm. And tonight, like on that play, like he did things, you just watch him and Mahomes going back and forth. Mahomes might have done a couple more spectacular things. I, I like on the run kind of throws across his body. He almost had one across his body that the DB pit, pit, uh, tipped. It oh, would the have line, been the throw. one the linebacker tipped. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, it would have been throw of the night. I thought two, Derek the one and Collinsworth made a big deal of it. The float um, to Waller who would come as and, he's, get, as he's getting pressure to kind of, he had another hands. one kind of backpedaling where he threw basically like a 90 degree throw to the left with pressure in his face that to, I thought to was, rugs. I think, yeah, yeah, I was just got, but here, here's the key. If he is going to play like he's played this season and tonight was like, People are like he's been doing this all season. Yeah, I mean, I I thought tonight was another level. Like well, this was part of it is the game. You're the team you're playing. Yeah, like you play well against the Chargers, you play well against the Broncos. You do that on Sunday Night Football with, if I'm just had to guess, twelve to fifteen million the people world. watching. Yeah, I mean, the people that I care about. Uh, you guys, everybody listening. I follow on Twitter was watching. <laughs> the guy. He's a top 10 quarterback playing like that. I mean, the way he played tonight, he's like a top five quarterback. 
He's on the best contract in the NFL. He's under team control this year, next year, and the following year at $19 million a year for a non-rookie quarterback. If you say Kyler Murray's on the best contract, he's a Pro Bowl level guy making like $9 million or whatever, a non-rookie quarterback, find me a guy that's in the top 10 level quarterback that's not making 25 above. Phillip Rivers, who was fantastic today, he makes $25 million. Derek is $5 million cheaper than Phillip Rivers. If Derek Carr were to hit the open market after this season, he would, you'd see the money like Carson Wentz and Jared Goff got just from a talent standpoint and the way he's playing, he'd get, how much money would he get? He'd get a hundred plus million dollars guaranteed, right? Well, Jimmy Garoppolo got what, 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 what would the rate? What would the Raiders have to give him if he was a free agent? A lot of cash. Yeah, would he get the contract Dak wants? Yes. Right. But the great part about the Raiders guy, what I'm saying is like the actual team building, he's on a really, really cheap contract. Like, do do they do we extension this offseason to just, you know, a couple years ahead or maybe a year away from that? You probably go a year away because, you know, the cap comes back a little bit and he's really cheap. But I, I'm pretty confident, like, I haven't seen the quotes. We're just doing this right after the game. He's Kelsey said it's the, after the game. Yeah, and Kelsey said it's the best Raiders team he's played since he came in the league in 2013. That's not a Derek I, quote, but I do think it's part of the reason this is, is that team is because of Derek. As Kelsey went right down the field and scored a game-winning touchdown. Well, again, it's, these quotes are like, it's like Kelsey lost the game is what it feels like yeah, when you read the quote. I, I, I know. I, it just... Ha- We've gone about this the last couple of years about Derek and Gruden, and I do think there's been a lot of validity to the conversation because even the fans have kind of been split. I think now it's kind of like he's just going to be their quarterback. That conversation's over. Even if they miss the playoffs, like it's pretty clear why why this team loses, and it ain't the offense, right? It's, just, it's the other side of the ball, which the crazy thing is a lot of their guys that are making plays – are like homegrown drafted guys. It's not like, you know, they just inherited this shitty deal. Like, yeah, they got rid of everyone. They drafted all their own dudes. And it's like Jonathan Abram, who's, I I enjoy watching him, but like people were, a couple people text me tonight. Like, is he a great player? Like the one thing when you're watching Derek right now, you just know this, that's really good. I'm watching Jonathan Abram. Like I like him, but is that exactly who I'd want? Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we're talking about Derek, but I do think his speed fits in like these high level games. Like he does just one hundred percent. But I'm just right? saying, like at the end of the day, and this gets to Jamal Adams, you do get paid to cover in the Travis NFL. Kelsey's, like it's, yeah. I love watching him just kill people, and so does everyone that watches football. But but how are the games always determined? Right, the way this one was determined. Yeah, and, and that's why athletic big guy running down the middle of the field. And that's where to me there are. I was watching tonight, saying they're probably a a difference-making defensive lineman away from being really good, right? Because a, de- a difference-making defensive lineman, you go back to 16 when Derek was having the best season of his career, their defense wasn't that great either. They just had Khalil Mack. If they just had like a legit all-star level player to go with this offense, yeah, even just like a Chris Jones, just one Pro Bowl defensive lineman, I think I don't even think we'd be debating like, are they going to make the playoffs? Are they not going to make the playoffs? Because the, I don't think the conversation is really going to stop, right? It's going to go ebb and flow. Well, the math week. in the AFC is so hard. Yeah, I I do think with Derek, I think this game was a great example of like, is he a Pro Bowler right now, Derek? Um, I mean, he's, he's he not, playing right? like one. I, yeah, I I'd have to look at, but feels Mahomes, like it. Mahomes, Roethlisberger, be, his numbers by the end of the year, he'll be top ten, right, in every major category, maybe top five in some. 
Yeah, I, I'd say Mahomes. I'd say Mahomes a lock. I I feel like Derek's probably Cam. Ben. No, Ben. Yeah, Ben. I'd say it'd be Derek, Ben, and uh, and Mahomes right now. So, um, I mean, Lamar no, uh, Tannehill no, and the Rivers no. Herbert, he'd probably be the fourth guy if one of those guys made the Super Bowl. Deshaun. Who? Deshaun Watson. I'm just thinking of guys that make Pro no. Bowls. I'm obviously not looking at his stats right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Derek would be in when he, I think because you'd factor in winning, and his stats are going to be really good. Oh, did you say Brady? But he's in the AFC. Oh, I I always think of the Bucks as an AFC team for some reason. Something about their logo. I, I think Derek's a Pro Bowler right now. Um, did you say Josh Allen? Yeah, but are Derek's stats better than his? Uh, well, let's see. Josh Allen has more touchdowns. Uh, five so, more so, touchdowns. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. Look, so uh, maybe that spots between him and Josh Allen. Derek Josh beat him. T- to me, Derek looks like a Pro Bowler. Yeah, I'm just watching. I go, yeah, it's a Pro Bowl quarterback. Well, like, Mahomes being the Super, Mahomes being the Super Bowl, so they're not even having the Pro Bowl this year. But you're gonna get Pro Bowl nods, right? The, right. And one of the AFC, one of the good AFC quarterbacks will be in the Super Bowl. Good point. Maybe it'll be Derek. Yeah. Um, I think that the their de- their defense isn't good enough. No, is the is the Chiefs? That's why yeah, I think the Steelers are the best team in the league. Their offense is magnificent. Well, John, I honestly I felt like until the last series, I was watching Alex Smith's Chiefs tonight. Remember that season we didn't throw a touchdown to a wide receiver? Now they got Tyreek, but like, and and Kelsey's an unstoppable. I'm watching this force. game going. Wait a second, I think I miss Sammy Watkins. Well, you do. I mean, Sammy Watkins is pretty good. Um, I thought part of this then they game, got like three other guys that all wear team numbers that look exactly like. Oh, there's Robinson. Sure. There's Hardeman. There's Pringles. There's a ranch Pringles. And Pringle went like, out. Yeah. <laughs> I just thought it was the the thing with Derek coming out that we knew. We knew two things, right? One. His talent is fantastic. Like he has high end NFL arm strength. His accuracy now is right on par. He knows the game. And those two things melded together. Like that's part of what we saw Sunday was a guy who we always knew understood the game. And we always knew the physical talents. But uh, they haven't always, and part of this has been team related, kind of worked together. And this now. You know, I know you didn't like Gruden kicking the field goal early, and that's legit. But I do think he call like he clearly calls. He can the rhythm of his offense is good, right? When People he's got are like, all these it was guys. fourth and sixteen. I'm like, well, yeah, because yeah, who the dude on the sideline yelled "fuck you" at the ref or something? I mean, no, somebody he was, was out of the coach's box is what or it that was. whatever it was. Probably him. Like it was fourth and sixteen. The f- the kicker was on the field before the flag was thrown. Yeah. Anyway, because because guy, I had to rewind that. Everyone's like, it was fourth and sixteen. I'm like, am I am I taking crazy pills? I swear to God, they were just on the one yard line. I, I had to rewind it at the commercial. John, let's tell the people about mybookie.ag promo code Ham One. You want Thanksgiving to be a good time? Trust me, I had a blast with mybookie.ag Ham One on Sunday night because I had the Chiefs minus six and a half, and uh, it was a roller coaster. Obviously, I lost. <sighs> Quite a bit, but I still had a good amount of fun. And that's that's what I paid for, John, was the fun. Mybookie.ag, promo code HAM1. I had uh, I had the Bengals. I did the last minute. I just kind of I wanted to bet on Joe Burrow. You told us on the podcast. Not I know. I just wanted to bet Friday. on Joe Burrow. I had the Steelers, winner, winner, chicken dinner. 
And uh, oh, what were they? What else? Oh, I, I had the. They were minus ten and a half. I had the Patriots. I don't know why they didn't win. Then I got a you little greedy. Yeah. I did a little last second half of the day parlay, and I I hate betting unders, and I bet the under on the Packer Colts game, and there was like seven hundred points scored in the first half, and I'm throwing things at the wall. It's like I thought the Colts had the best defense, but this is the great part about mybookie.ag. You can really get engaged with games that you're just going to be watching anyway, and then you get extra engaged. You're like, oh my god. What is going on with Roxanne M or whatever that guy, the Colts cornerback, yes, who's getting smoked <laughs> by fucking Michael Pittman Jr. or I guess they would have been Devontae or whoever the hell he was covering, one of those random Packer receivers. I, I I didn't understand it. I thought they had the best defense in the league. They kept telling me that on the broadcast. It was, they had thirty points on the board before you could blink. Well, I'll tell you this: there is one way and one way only to get into Texans Lions nine thirty a.m. Pacific on Thursday. We got an early line on that bad boy? We do. Lions plus two and a half. Do you know this, the guy? Sources say the Lions stink. I watched Texans Day because I bet on the, the Patriots. They're actually not terrible. Like, their offense, like they a have poor man's players. Vikings? Yeah, they have. I mean, Deshaun's a good player. J.J. Watt was, like, blocking all these cam passes today. And he kept doing Matumbo. And then he tweeted about Matumbo after the game. It's like, where's what is going on here? And Belichick's trying to win. I like the you said you said say that line again. Uh the Lions are plus two and a half. So you like the Texans minus two and a half, I'm guessing is what you're about to say. The game's in Detroit. Um but Texans were at home today. Yeah, I I'd take the Texans. I would not bet on the Lions. No Suri Bob. Uh, Washington. I actually kind of like the Cowboys in the second game. Minus three against the Washington football team. Yeah, I mean, Alex can't really move. You I'm saw today, you. the Cowboys do have a lot of talent. I mean, that's, and they, got, they got momentum on their side, John. How good is CeeDee Lamb? Holy moly. Well, I've taken him in DraftKings. What is this? Week 11? I've taken him, I think, five times. How about his touchdown catch today where he like contorted his body and caught the ball behind the him? The thing, he took like a huge hit over the middle, popped right up. Like, just so much for that. Like, oh, Big 12, is he going to be able to hang? And yeah, he looks good. How Who do you think would win in a foot race right now, uh, Tony Pollard or Ezekiel Elliott? <laughs> or Levy? Because I Bell? think I'd take Tony Pollard. How about Levy? Uh, Le- Levy on Bell guy. That guy. How slow is that guy? Well, he's slow and he refuses to get out of second gear. He's like, nah, well, guy, my thing is I tiptoe everywhere. It's like, but guy, he doesn't. He, he doesn't have a second. He doesn't have a second gear. Well, he has to have a second gear. Everyone has a second gear. I, I thought it was a big win tonight for the Raiders. Whenever they would take little guy off the field, I'd be like, I would keep twenty five on the field. Uh, Steelers are minus three and a half. Remember, we had this game a few weeks ago. The Steelers were getting points, didn't we? It is a, it is a kitchen sink yeah. game for the Ravens, right? I mean, this is their season is kind of falling apart today. Harbaugh tried to start a fight with Malcolm Butler before the, the game. That? You see that? I don't know. It's like the the Harbaughs. I I, I like them, but they they do some. I, I saw. Derrick Henry said after the game, or A.J. Brown said after the game, like, yeah, we got in the locker room, and, you know, Vrabel's kind of, even though he's a Belichick guy, he's the player rah-rah, like, they were like, fuck these guys, <laughs> right? Their coach is trying to, they, they weren't even doing anything. It's not like they were stomping on the logo. They were just over there warming up. Hardballs are crazy, man. Um, So that game, I think you could get the Ravens at, hold on, where'd it go? Plus 150 money line, if you want. I. Well, I think you could look at it like this. Are the Steelers going to go 16-0? Uh, no. Probably not, right? So 
This would be a game you'd think they'd lose. But You're saying I should put the remaining $7.56 in my account <laughs> that game? Well, that's, that's might be about $5 more remaining than I have in my account. <laughs> Time to so. make a run. Uh, <laughs> HAM1, promo code HAM1 at mybookie.ag. You can also decline the bonus because, remember, if you accept it, you'd have to bet it before you can withdraw. But either way, promo code, we appreciate the support. Good news, middle cough. The Chargers held on. They won. Held on. Okay. Justin Herbert's 37 completions in 49 attempts for 366 yards, three touchdowns, no picks, carried both your DraftKings team and my DraftKings team to a 2-3 finish. We looked like uh, Winston Ford the third's cars finishing 1-2-3 uh, at that French race um, back in the 60s. Boom, boom, boom. Thanks to Justin Herbert. He looked phenomenal again, and he did it on a day that Tua got benched and Burrow tore his ACL. I, I would say this. He has been fantastic, and he's definitely the leader in the clubhouse for the rookie of the year. The other guy having been pretty locked in to, uh, to the Vikings game, I do think Justin Jefferson is going to be – they showed a stat of like the most yards in a rookie season, and it was like – Randy, Anquan Bolden, and like one, I just remember looking like, God, he is fantastic. Now, both teams, the Vikings today was a crippling loss. Like they're not going to make the playoffs. I do think it's pretty clear the way we talk about Herbert. His team's probably going to win five games, but it's like not his fault. Like I just don't know what, how many touchdowns do you have today? Three. But he was just, he's just explosive. He's been awesome. Like, I, I think him, Burrow, his stats weren't going to be as good. Like, he was kind of, I wouldn't say stuck in neutral, but his team is just terrible. Joe Mixon's hurt. His offensive line's atrocious. I mean, it was gutting to watch the the, oh. the scene of him getting carted off. And, like, uh, did you see the, the, the picture going around of, uh, what's his name, Chase Young going over to him, you know, because he kind of hit him. Yeah. And then I saw Ron Rivera after the game, like, listen, I mean, I've been in this, like, it's weird. Like, even though you, you play against everyone, you all, you're all kind of in the same little, like, not even the league. You're all kind of friends in this group. You're all doing the same thing, especially the good players. I mean, basically, he's like, you know, anyone that's good in this league, we all, they all kind of view each other as peers. And it's just, he immediately, it's like Herbert has been more of a revelation, right? Because he was more of a question mark coming into the league and he's just blown everyone away. Cause he just watched him today. He just lets it rip. Like he just, he throws these balls down the field cause his arm's so big. It's just awesome to watch where Burrow, we all thought he was going to be sweet. And then he was sweet. I, I do think that Herbert had passed Burrow, but I don't think it was over. Like Burrow still could have had some moments. Yeah. I, and I think people definitely just liked Burrow a lot too, even though Herbert was just, for us on the West Coast and anyone that's followed him in Oregon, he was a big deal. But I, I do think nationally, Burrow was very well thought of as well, and it kind of ended the day, like you said. Yeah, I, I it's just going to be hard for a non-quarterback. And there are other, you know, Clyde's had a nice year. Edwards Alaire, you're right about Jefferson, but Jefferson's going to end with probably around 65, 70 catches and maybe seven, eight touchdowns. I mean, that's probably not good enough. But no, and Herbert's going to end up like top ten in touchdowns. He's going to play. Yeah, what? Herbert's going to get it. 14 games? 15 games. Yeah, I mean, technically he started the second game when the lung so, got punctured. So it's <laughs> insane how we ended up here. I think the thing with him is it's like he has... How many games do you think he would have played if they didn't puncture the lung? Eight. Well, he would have been playing by now, right? You would think. 
Do you th- how long do you think Tyrod makes it? Four games if they're winless? It feels like Tyrod only had a couple games after. I I think even without that, Justin starting by week four. Yeah, probably October or first game in October by earliest. You know, so. Um, but I, latest, I mean, I think the thing with him is it's like, he has these games where you think, well, it's a great game for a rookie, but rookies don't have those games repeatedly, but he repeatedly has always shattering that record. The same game. Touchdowns. Yeah. Well, he's multiple jets, the jets, the jets stink, but he killed him. The jets stink, but he killed him, but the jets stink, but you know, everyone killed him. Destroyed him. Well, I guess not 16, but a bunch of other teams get to play the jets too. Yeah. Right. But he had, he had three. Yeah, I mean they had their schedule. <laughs> you know he's had, but but whatever. I don't think it matters. He played well against. He played well against Tampa. You start stacking up. It doesn't. It does. You start stacking up these many good games, one after the other after the other. Um. Now you do wonder, to your point, if they were playing anybody but the Jets today, would it have gotten them a win? Because I I had given up but on he, that. But game. I don't think he's. But is he getting judged on wins and no, losses? No, no, no. But I just given up on that game and red zone to give it up on that game. And then I saw Jeff Schwartz tweet, are the Chargers going to find a way to lose this game? And I was like, what is going on? And of course, red zone wouldn't go back to it. And in the end, nothing was going on. They won by six, which uh, is not a cover, but um, whatever. That's yeah, the you most. Can't, you, if you're going to mybookie.ag, do not gamble on them. <laughs> it's the second time he's thrown 49 passes in a game. It's the one, two, three, four. Fifth time he's thrown over 40 passes in a game. Here's the one thing I will say. Relies on his shoulder, and he shows up every week. Of the three young quarterbacks, Burrow's ACL is already torn. And his situation was, it was remarkable what he was able to do in that. Like, if you put Herbert in that, I don't know exactly how it would look. Now, it's clear Herbert's, his talent would pop, but the numbers wouldn't be the same. The Miami situation offensively is not great. They don't have weapons around him. Tua, we'll talk about him a little later. Like he's barely cracking 100 yards in some of these games. Like it's just he doesn't have much to throw to. He is throwing to. If we just put this year in a vacuum, like Devontae or Keenan Allen are one of those two guys, the best wide receiver in the league. Like they're unstoppable. They dominate those two guys. Keenan has dominated this year, guys. So he's he's playing with one of the best wide receivers. And I'm not trying to diminish anything, but like Mike Williams had that touchdown today. Like Mike Williams is a top 10 pick who is sweet. Everyone thinks he's really good. Their tight end is on the franchise tag. Like, and it, no one even thinks that's weird. It's like, yeah, Hunter Henry's really good. Like he just, you know, Dean's cheap and they probably don't want to give him a huge bonus, but they don't, you pay him a franchise tag. Like, they don't even think about it. Like, yeah, he's worth a franchise tag. Right. That's just tight end. Like, those three weapons, in recent memory of guys that have been drafted really high, it doesn't get much better for a rookie, right? Hunter Henry, Mike Williams, Keenan Allen. Because everyone's like, oh, they're running back. Eckler hasn't been around. Yeah, their running backs are fine. Like, you just got random guys. Yeah, their quarterback Balazs throws 40 or, yards bombs. I think it's you, they can run the football a little bit. Yeah, to me, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams... I mean, how many teams in the league would sign up for that right now? Is there one, two? Well, I mean, Keenan and Hunter Henry. Keenan was third in the league in receiving yards last year. He's third right now. He well, was, he's just a great player. He was second a few years ago. He was sixth three years ago, whatever it was. Yeah, he's huge a huge fantasy day. I see you, Keenan. Great with a capital G. We both thank you. Um, great with a capital G, as Jim Harbaugh would say. But you, you had Hunter still, Henry, too. How many did he have? I mean, he had a touchdown today. Yeah, he had 15 points, whatever that yeah. means. Um, but. A lot of players have played with great players. They don't take full advantage of it. This guy, 
He's making the most no, of what my, he has. My point is there's been a runway for him. Yeah. The Tuits, I mean, it's his talent's not there. Burrow was just running for his life. Like, if, if Burrow would have stayed healthy, I, I do think there might have been an argument for Joe Burrow, right? If his numbers were just even in the vicinity, right? Just because of how shitty. Like, the, the Bengals stink. I'm watching the... I, I watched a decent amount. I don't know why. The Jaguars. The Jaguars do have offensive talent. Like, they have guys you can throw to. They have multiple weapons. And LaVisca's been out. Yeah. I mean, and that running back they have is pretty good. Like, I'm watching the Bengals going, this is just not even fair. So, I get my point is, he's going to win it. It's going to be understandable. He's exceeded everyone's expectation and been fantastic and a worthy offensive rookie of the year. His number is going to blow by Kyler's from last year, right? I mean, Kyler threw like 21 touchdowns, I think. Now, Kyler, it was clear, like the eye test. But, I mean, what do you think? Herbert, is Herbert going to end up with 30 touchdowns? Uh, Yeah. Was he at 19 right now? Is that what I said? Yeah, he's got six more games. I mean, high 20s for sure. Yeah, he has as many as Kyler has. Now, it's not even Kyler has is having a historic season because of yeah. his legs, too. But, yeah, he's got 19 and 6. Does that count today? I don't think it does, actually. So he probably has 21. Put it this way. If you called the Cardinals and both those two teams picked up the phone and said, Kyler for Herbert, who says no? I just think they both say no. Yes. I think that's correct. The Chargers, I mean, you'd have to talk. The Cardinals would immediately say no. The Chargers would say, no, we like him. We're good. Yeah, he's got 21 touchdowns. Sorry. Yeah, because it doesn't update. ESPN. I it's 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 amazing. The for the I world's mean, like, first 24-7. It's Sunday night. News, the game's been over for six TV hours. Station. It can't automatic. They carry cornhole. They carry <laughs> big truck races. They've they've been carrying log rolling for 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 centuries. They've been broadcasting. People are broadcasting games in HD from their homes, but we can't get touchdowns to update within six hours on the dot com. I don't get it. Whatever. Herbert, though, man. I feel like this happens every Sunday where we're like, wait, did, did his three touchdowns get added to the total? We're always adding his touchdowns at the end of the week. He's just the I same. do think the rookie class, the rookie offensive class, with Herbert and Burrow leading it, Jefferson looks like a star. Clay, Lamb, Claypool. CeeDee Lamb's a bad – I mean, Claypool had a touchdown today. I was texting with someone earlier. He didn't play today, but Ayuk has been fantastic. T. Higgins right? I mean, has it, been really good. Rager, I mean, when you play with the worst quarterback known to man, it's, I don't really blame Jalen. Uh, Pittman. Did you say Pittman? Nope. Pittman looks pretty good. Uh, the offensive talent. Henry Ruggs is having the best season of any guy that has one catch a game. I'm pretty sure. Well, I, he, he's a guy that his numbers are going to look so shitty when the season ends. And I'll be like, yeah, I think he's really good. Yeah. Someone, someone's going to have some big article at the end of the year like, is he having a better year than Dante Pettis? Or John Ross did as a rookie? He looks watching a little watching a little on the red zone of the Bronco game. I saw Judy make a couple plays. He looks sweet. Yeah. There's no, there's some right. talent, guy. Some talent. No, right. I, I think one of the really fascinating things that happened Sunday was the way things played out with the Dolphins. Where it's like they give two of the soft landing. Brian, I think you gotta understand too, Brian Flores rolls onto the field in the afternoon, and the Ravens have lost. Right, the Ravens played in the morning, so the Ravens are six and four by the time the Dolphins hit the field at six and three in the AFC Wild Card playoff race. And 
the Raiders are six and three, and he knows the Raiders are playing the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Brian Flores stepped on the field so, on Sunday, and the Ravens had lost to the Titans, who was a team, you know, the wild card team, right? And the Colts are playing the Packers. There's just a There's lot a going on. on. The same time. But I just think, specifically, the Ravens and the Raiders, the teams that I think he's thinking we can be a playoff team, and he's hoping Tua gets him there, and Tua did not get him there, and he had to he had to bench Tua. I'll do it with less enthusiasm than usual. Our uh, Tonga Valoa, Eli Gold. I almost said Ari. Tonga Valoa. But it's kind of crazy, John, the way this thing has played out. And I'll give you—you you said it to me before we record the podcast, because Flores has some of this, right? You said like some Kyle Shanahan to him, where he just does—he just wants to win. He—he's tired of losing. That photo you always tweet of Kyle sitting in the locker room with his hands on his head. It's just Flores is just sick of it. Well, RIP to Mike and Mike, but I remember for a long time when I was young and ever listened to Mike Golick, he would always take the opinion of like other positions and been like how bitter they are that quarterbacks get treated with kids' gloves. Yeah. He's like, when I suck as a defensive tackle or a safety sucks as a safety or a wide receiver, it's like, get out of the get him out of the game, Jim. Get, why is he still in the game, Billy? Like, coach, what are you doing? Yank him. And it happens all the time. Unless you're like a Hall of Fame position player or like a legit all-star pro bowler. Like we see it's like, he just, he just fuck, get that guy out of there. It is, no one even thinks about it. We, we see it happen with like right tackles. Like, oh, they got a new right tackle and he was just getting smoked. And it's not even that weird. But quarterback, they treat with such kid gloves. The, to me, it was a no-brain. The guy was terrible today. And he just d- didn't have it. Whenever they, whenever I'd be like, what are... Th- I had Gasecki on my fantasy team, mm, and he's just getting killed because Tua can't get the fucking ball to anybody. And he gets yanked out of the game, and for a split second, they come and show the replay that he kind of got rolled up on. But then you see him on the sideline. It's like, no, nah, he got yanked. And Fitzpatrick comes in. I, I honestly think more, more teams should do this. Like the Bears, for example, with Foles. If Trubisky, like, just get guys in and out. It doesn't even matter. Like there, there are a select handful of guys that you just never have that mindset with. But like, I'd say this is a little bit of an indictment on Tua when the conversation had already been thrown out there three or four weeks ago by Schefter of like, now the Texans won today and the Texans might win again this week. Their pick is might not be as high as you'd think. But I do think that every game that goes by in the majority of our life. I just I always remember this because we talk a lot about West Coast teams when they fly to the East Coast, that time change. Yeah. Another sneaky stat has always been the Dolphins when they play in the cold. You know, when they play the Jets and the Bills and forever it was like the Marino teams, and then in the two thousands, like they always lose. Of course they do. Well, this guy, where they play today, Denver. It was just a little bit different environment. You guy from Alabama. Like, are I I is this guy going to look good in Buffalo and New England and and the Jets stink? But if the Jets were ever half decent in December, it is a conversation we've had from for years about Derek in Denver and, and in Kansas and City. Golf, we've had it. I would not trust though. Tua in a snowstorm. Would you? No, he had eighty yards, eleven of twenty passing. And it's would the Chargers the or the Bengals once this year cross their mind to yank their guy? Now they're not playing for the playoffs, but. It would never have crossed the coach's mind. Part of it is how it looks. Now he had seventy-seven yards. Now to your point on the Schefter, seventy-seven. What do you mean total yards of offense? No, that—that's how many yards he threw for. 
Oh, I have him at 83, but maybe this isn't net or... Excuse me, 83. Maybe he completed one ball after I saw the 77. Because I looked right as he, I was watching the game, and he's struggling. I'm like, well, how many yards does he have? Because I'm screaming for them to throw the ball to the tight end. So maybe he completed one more ball. 83 yards. It's 2020, guy. This isn't 1987, and you're playing the Bears. <laughs> I... Uh... That's a, that's, on the Schefter, you, you, you don't hit triple digits in the NFL now. It's, that's embarrassing, but, and, correct? But this happened multiple times now, right? Isn't this the second time it's happened? Well, yeah, it was, I, but it was his first game of ever. He hit 92, but still. Okay. Well, I know what Herbert looked like. I know what Burrow looked like. Again, I, I'm not going to make it about one game, but I, I just Well, guy, Fitzpatrick guys, came in. This was the second half, threw for 117. I um, to, Now, here's the thing with the Schefter, and this is where, like, I support it. What the Cardinals did with Kyler. Get rid of if you think you're wrong and you got a guy, but it's like, are you willing to do it? If you if you end up with the number one pick and you can get Trevor Lawrence, fine, that's easy. Like the but ninth pick for like uh, that's not the position they're gonna be in. Yeah. You're not gonna like get rid of him for Kyle Trask. Right. Right. Unless you're just like, I'm telling unless Brian Flores thinks I have seen the future and it's Brett Veach, Pat Mahomes, I've had a vision. And it's uh, Carson Steele. What's the guy's name from the from uh, Lance? Trey, Trey Lance. Lance. It's I've seen the future, and it's Trey Lance. I was like Carson Daly. Raider I, fan. I, I've I've gone back and forth because I was out on Tua, and then I remember watching him last week, thinking he looked a lot better. Yeah. Watching him this week was just an embarrassment because I, I just started thinking like his talent when he's off, it's going to look really really bad. At least Herbert and Burrow were off. Like their physical tools. Th- this guy. Maybe today again, four start teams not that talented. Team's not good, but it is a but it, but it actually is not bad. Well, I his mean, defense is yeah. His his offensive and, talent's not great, but you're right. Fitzpatrick did a lot more a lot more with it. I would imagine if Fitzpatrick had started this game, he throws for 250 plus yards and they win right? the game. And because it's just easy to watch when Ryan comes in, their ability to just make basic passes were just it was night and day, was it not? <laughs> Like he let him right down the field, just hitting like out routes and slant routes, and just I crush their guys. Gasecki's not terrible. Devontae Parker too actually hit him for a touchdown early in the game. A little back shoulder throw was pretty sweet. Uh, they have a little guy Jeremy Grant, who's actually a little speed demon from Texas Tech. I mean, they like they actually don't look bad when you're completing balls. Like once Fitzpatrick, we've seen them before when they played the Niners. We've seen them play well in the past. Like they can look pretty decent. When two was off, they looked really bad. Well, here's the thing with them, though. After the game, Brian Flores said that two is going to be back next week. So they're six and. Four. So he didn't. He's not benching them like to move forward. No, they're six and four. Who do they play? They're in the playoff race. They play the Jets and the Bengals coming up. So they're going to win these next two weeks. Well, they better. So they. You don't. You wouldn't bet on them to win the no, next. No, it's weeks? not. I'm not. I'm just saying they better because yeah. this conversation. If you've lost True. to those teams, like who are the Broncos? You're right. If they were to lose one of these two games with two as their starter, it'd be a huge indictment on it. He has to win these two games. Well, he's just has to. I mean, guy, he's a, playing Ryan Finley. I was Ryan gonna, I was going to quiz you on who the backup for the Bengals was. Good call. Well, I know because I had the Bengals, and then Ryan Finley came in, and they just went three and out every single fucking play. <laughs> the Jets, the Jets actually, you know, Flacco just hits. Did some you beat see bombs. the pick six Flacco threw? They hit the guy in stride. Like but like right run. after they turned it over right there. I I looked away for a second. And all of a sudden, I'm like, wait a second. I thought. 
the announcer the was like, back. the announcer was like, it sure looked like Joe thought he had a nice, easy out route there. It's <laughs> the guy come out of nowhere. Come on. That's got to be, is there a better feeling as a defender? You don't even need to run. You just like catch it and you're right Step in the end in. zone. You just, <laughs> probably feel like, so good. Now the Burrow thing is Burrow. I guess we're in November, December, December, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. So he, he might miss the beginning of next season. A little later than you think, right? Yeah. What do you think about his tweet mid-game as he's in the training room? Uh, I don't. I mean, I don't mind it actually. I feel yeah, like I, I sh- like on paper I should hate it for some reason. I don't know what reason. He's probably. I mean, it's just a shitty moment. But you you can't keep me. What was it? you can't get rid of me this easy? Yeah, you can't get rid of me this easy. See you next year. It's like see you next year. <laughs> the game was still going on. I think everyone had assumed. He had, you know, hurt his knee, but it was just, again, he's confirming what everyone's thinking, right? It's not like, I wonder if he just hyperextended, just missed a couple weeks. I, everyone, the moment he gets carted off, goes season's over. I tell you this. You just I, don't often see a, I'll see you guys next year. Is that, <laughs> is, is that field just cursed? Washington football team? Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people have gone down. I mean, are the football gods to like. To Burrow? Yeah, but even the injury that, uh, Kyle Allen suffered was nasty. Wasn't that there? Was that a home game? Or was I, I was thinking game? when you said curse, what about the Bengals? I mean, the last number one pick they had, Carson Palmer, tore his ACL. Oh, yeah. That was one. Kiki Vandaway fell into it, remember? And and now, yeah, Kiki. <laughs> Kiki Vandaway. <laughs> what was that guy's name? Isn't Kiki Vandaway the guy that finds people with the NBA? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think like Kiki Van Hoffen or something. <laughs> yeah, but it's just Carson was clearly... You know, it's gonna be he. He was already good when that happened because that was a playoff game. Right. This was our team sucks. We're headed toward the irony is the Bengals are headed toward probably the number two overall pick, and they're gonna trade that. They, they could actually change their franchise this offseason. But the feeling, and I haven't been. I don't even. I can't relate to this as a fan of going. Well, we got fucking Joe Burrow. I don't give a shit if we win one game. Let's just get the second pick. Trade that. I. If I was a fan, I'd be rooting to get the second pick. Yeah. But then to watch him get carted off, like you said, you start doing the math. You're like, well, April, May, June. And then you're like, well, what if there's a complication? It's like, what? I don't want my guy to just already think in, in the back of my head, well, he's already torn his ACL once. You know, it's just. He's, he's, now, I, I'd also have the thought when I watch him on the ground, like the way the sports gods work a little. I sound like Bill Simmons, but. <laughs> He had been on just one of the great heaters in the history of mankind. He went from unknown would be strong because he was a starting quarterback at LSU, but like an unknown NFL entity to have arguably the greatest season in college football history to win a national championship at LSU and just be a complete SEC legend. Like, I, honestly, he's, I don't know, like Tebow. Like, how many, if you just think of like the last dec- couple decades, Tebow was longer. Yeah. I'd say Tebow. I'd put Tebow one. I might put him two. Reggie Bush. Because Saban's bigger. Saban's bigger than any Alabama. Reggie player, Bush. Right? Reggie'd be up there. I mean, Deshaun Watson threw a walk-off touchdown for Clemson in the national championship. Here's the thing, though. Didn't his heater end when he got drafted by the Bengals? But but then he was like doing sweet, cool stuff. Yeah, I mean, it 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 was losing a lot. But still, it's like. You you'd lose, you lose, but I don't look at the Bengals like oh they're gonna 
just get Mike Brown three picks in the 2021 draft, and they are well, on they, their way they, to the playoffs. They, they did. They did do that with Carson Palmer, though. Remember when they traded? I know. And, and he's been executive of the year. I, I'm not. But I'm just saying, like, I don't look at their roster like, man, it's you know, like you look at the Chargers roster. Like yeah, he's that, got a ways to go. That would have been a heater if the Chargers had gotten him, and he, all of a sudden he's playing with these guys, and like Joe Brady becomes his head coach, and you know, in year two, like yeah. he's going to be for Herbert. Do you think Joe Brady's a coach next year? Because I kind of do. <laughs> well, I mean, you said it to me several weeks ago, and I'm like, ever since then, I can't get the thought on my head that he's the next well, Charger did, coach. Did, did you see who was playing quarterback for them today? Uh, yeah, PJ Walker. Yeah, the dude from the AAF. Yeah, the dude from the AAF throwing touchdown passes, came over to the sideline with Brady and Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater's like 6'2". Joe Brady's probably like six foot max. P.J. Walker walks over to him. They're both towering over the guy. He just won an NFL game with P.J. Walker. I don't care. He just win. If he played. Blew out the Lions. Destroyed the Lions. Like, <laughs> you, could, you could justify. I guess they got a game in three days, so you wouldn't do it now. You can't lose to P.J. Walker if you're Matt Patricia, right? P.J. Walker? Joe, Joe Brady's the head coach. This year. I just, I don't see how there's any way around it. Yeah, I mean, if you're him, there's only one job you want. Are you kidding? The, ch- the Chargers. Yes. Yeah. I, I do think a couple people DM me because there's been some college football moments this weekend, like Northwestern one. I saw Cower tweeting like, You'd be crazy if you don't interview uh, Pat Fitzgerald. Pat Fitzgerald. He's always been a kind of name. There are some college football names, I do think, with some of the success Matt Rule's having. I wonder if you see a couple guys get legitimate. Who did you say Urban should be coaching? The Chargers. Would you take Urban over Joe Brady if you were the Chargers? I mean, guy. Well, I mean, you just know you might Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer. I think he's a little bit of a fraud about just some of his stuff character wise over the years. He is, you know, I would rather probably have him than Nick Saban as my head coach in the pros. In the pros. I agree with that. I wonder who his offensive coordinator would be. I mean, he'd have the pipeline to anybody. I mean, you know, Colorado state uses urban as their, uh, coat, uh, their search firm. When they hired Steve Adazio, it was, Colorado State paid Urban to find them a coach. You know who's killing it right like now? He's a real is, estate agent. F- is, the, is the former Utah quarterback offensive coordinator with Dan Mullen. Brian Johnson? Brian Johnson, yeah. Why wouldn't he just... What if he hired Brian Johnson? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know exact. Urban is kind of a quote-unquote offensive guy. I mean, he's just Ryan Day. He'll just find them. He's, he knows them all. Urban should take an NFL job. That's a good call. But, you know, I don't know if, like, his health is, you know, have a heart attack or whatever. But even, LA, like, though. Pat Fitzgerald, just whoever. I mean, you should, I, I think... You could bring Spurrier on as, like, his director of keeping me fresh and light. You know, Spurrier would just require him to go golfing three times a week during this game week. I think the guy who's a lock to get a job, even over Joe Brady, is Arthur Smith. Because Arthur Smith's dad started FedEx. Can you imagine the owner when he talks to that guy? Like, wait... My head coach's father is like me. Like they just that, that guy. The he, like the, the advantage he's going to have in an interview. And listen, I've talked to people about him. I drank with him at the combine. I was in a group, and he was there. Was like five of us. He was there. I talked to him really briefly. We were kind of both really drunk. I didn't really like. I wasn't hanging out with him necessarily. 
But it's not like he, the group he was with were just like blue collar grinder coaches. So he is not some, he's been, a, if you look at his resume, he had been there like quality control, tight end coach. But when an owner goes, your dad could be a, like, I just, how's that guy not going to get hired? And they're well, going to win again. They're going to be in the playoffs. Also, doesn't, doesn't somebody need to get hired off variable staff? Like, this is how it works. Yeah, and he he's a deserving candidate. My, my point is, like, him, the Dable, the Joe Brady, like, his point of difference is going to, that, that owner is going to really like that, right? How would he not? I would. Just like I'm just as rich as you are? Yeah, but Or just depending like, if he's interviewing for the Chargers job, richer? Yeah, maybe he could, I don't have to pay you as much. I, honestly, Dean might think about that like that. Well, actually, could I could I pay him $3 million? You actually don't need the gas? <laughs> Yeah, I stand on my own two legs. My own two. That's where a lot, you know people have DM me and tweeted at us and just tweeted in general like, "What do you think, Robert Sala?" Like, yeah, I mean, I, the defense has been fine this year, and I don't think Robert Sala has like done a bad job at all. I think he has zero chance to get a head coaching job. Do you? Well, I I just don't think he's getting one this year. Z- zero would be strong. I still I, think I just, he. Has. I don't see his path to being a head coach. In in the NFL, well, to me, with all these offensive guys out there, to yeah, to get a job as a defensive coach, you just have to be so superior to everybody else as a candidate. It's just hard because as a defensive coach, you're just going to be at a disadvantage because they're not going to be. They are not going to go into their interview process looking for you. They're going to sit down and say, "What do we want first and foremost on our want list?" And the number one thing is they're going to want somebody who can make their quarterback better. So in order as a defensive coach to convince the guys looking, I mean, isn't everybody looking for an offensive head coach? Well, the one guy I, I've had buddies that have worked with uh, Joe Douglas. So when Gase gets fired and they're going to have the number one pick in the draft, I, I asked a friend that had worked with Joe for a couple of years, said, what type coach do you think he would look for? And he's like, think John Harbaugh. You know, he's a Raven guy. Like he's an old school kind of football guy, even though he's younger. Like he's going to want like a tough guy. But my take would be, the owner of the Jets. So we hire quote unquote John Harbaugh. Like all, then the, all we're worried about is like who's going to be the offensive coordinator. And then offensive coordinator is good. He just leaves my Trevor Lawrence sitting by. It doesn't really make sense. Also, it, it really doesn't make sense to hire if, if you either have the number one overall pick or a top pick or have a young quarterback on your roster to hire a defensive coach. Also, if you're the Jets owner and you the Giants just did that, are you watching the Giants going? We got to do. I want to do what they just did. Let's say me and you were partners in uh, in the New York Jets. We both owned it and had decision making power. How would we like? Wh- I'd be like, guy, why would we even interview Robert Sala? Right, the, my Rooney Rule, or whatever. Like, I want to interview Eric Bieniemy, or I want to interview whoever the offensive coach. Like, I wouldn't. What's the point of even interviewing him? Well, I mean, the point in interviewing him would be that people think he's a head coach. Yeah, just because he interviewed last year? Yeah. Well, I just mean because he was good on defense last year. People say good things about him. I don't know anything about any of these guys, really, that are assistant coaches. So if I think there's a chance, if I would have interviewed him last year, let's interview him. But like I said, you got to knock my socks off if you're a defensive guy. And I'm wa- the Giants just did this. And I'm watching their quarterback. Uh, their head coach can't help him. He's fighting the offensive line coach because he had to bring in an offensive line consultant or something. I don't even know because <laughs> he, he doesn't coach that position either. So yeah. how, how how many people do I have to pay on this totem pole? Jim Harbaugh, would you give him an interview? No. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, I'd give him an interview just for the you would? Just, for the meeting. Yeah, I'd want that yeah. story. 
Absolutely. What would your, how many interviews would you, would you do like a broad search? Or would you try to just like get a list of six to seven guys? Uh, in my, or would you be, to me, if we, cool. re, if we co-own the Jets, right, I'd keep the list in my desk of five guys. I would be perennial, just always on the search. And my yeah. list would just be short. I, five people. Me too. I, well, I was thinking about maybe today, three, like, maybe two. People, you know how GMs always say like, I keep this list. Well, like tomorrow, if I'm Doug Peterson, I'd walk into Howie's room and be like, "Where's the fucking list? Let me get, let me, <laughs> let me show me desk. that goddamn list right now. Show me who's coming after my job, Howie." <laughs> There's no list. I don't know what you're talking about, Doug. There's no list. That really quick, I I just saw snippets of that game on uh, the red zone. I'm pretty sure he threw three interceptions today. Like, it's probably not updated because none of these stats update their. Get, I'm pretty sure he he's on a. Jameis Winston path right now for interceptions. He might have 20. I guess he had 12. How many does he have right now? 14? Uh, Feels like he's got more. I well, yeah, I, I've got him at 12. I think this is updated. I'm not on ESPN.com anymore. How many touched it? We said, let's see if this Herbert number's updated. No, maybe it's not updated, actually. Well, and John, now that the division, now that the NFC, we're talking about Carson Wentz. Now that the NFC is really a race, it feels like Carson, there's only more plays to be made. And if there's more plays to be made, there's more interceptions to be thrown for Carson Wentz. Right? I mean, this this thing in the NFC East is insane. Like, I, And I said this to you before I even clicked in Thursday. Because here's what I know. In an NFL season, we just get Cowboys, we get Eagles. We get some Giants that we don't want usually don't ever want it, but we're going to get it. So thank God this NFC East is at least, this is crazy, the competitiveness. The Carson Wentz, like for as polarizing, we talked about Derek being, I don't know if Derek ever got quite as polarizing as what Carson's turning into. He, I, I, again, I can't fucking find his goddamn stats. But Derek's, I, I, think, Derek's, I think he has 15 picks, maybe he has 14 he, he's a he's an utter disaster right now. Like a legitimate Derek's disaster. Derek's low. Derek's lows were I don't think as low as Carson's lows. Do you think? No. I mean, it feels like he's averaging two picks a game right now, and just hitting guys in their hands. Uh, it, it's a problem. I, I I think there's a chance Doug Peterson doesn't make it back. Like I just because if you're Jeffrey Lurie, you just Carson's not going anywhere. And if you're like, if, if yeah, you've think of it picked. like, I, w- I would look at it just like an NBA team. If you have one player making $40 million and he's playing like shit you, and you can't get rid of him, you, you blame the coach. I, I think Doug Peterson on at the pace we're on right now is going to get fired. Yeah. We're at 14 touchdowns, 14 interceptions. Where does that job rank in the NFL? Like, is he, oh, is he, nah, I don't, I mean, I, I would you call me insane here? Would you rather have the Jets job if you've got the number one pick and you know Joe Douglas is like these are not your 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 mama's Jets? A little less pressure because you get to start at scratch. Like the one thing taking over Carson Wentz job, it's a little like Lafleur with the Packer job, except clearly Rodgers is way better than Wentz. But they're going to expect you to win right away. I, I I don't know if it's an easy spot, man. Because the at least the Packers are like, well, we still got Rodgers, who can be really good, and Devontae, and we got some players on defense. We'll sign a couple guys. The Eagles, whoever they hire, you know, Arthur Smith, like if he if he goes six and ten the first year, like they're gonna think he sucks. 
Seven I, and nine. That, I mean, it's yeah, that, that job's hard, and I wouldn't mess with it. Do you want to coach that quarterback? Because doesn't everyone think Doug Peterson's a pretty easy guy to just get along with, just be around? Yeah, it's like it's hard for me to say that Doug Peterson is the reason he's throwing all these interceptions, right? Like eventually Carson just has to go. Like you see the defender right there, don't throw the football. Oh, uh, sloppy mean, practice habits. <laughs> okay, well, what, what about the game? It's a it's a disaster right now. Yeah, but they could win the NFC East. Well, I don't think they're going uh, I, to. I don't. I don't think they're going to. I uh, I'd probably put my money on the Giants right now. What would we have a uh, two seven three? Yeah, we'd have a uh, Eagles would be hosting Tampa <laughs> in the first round of the playoffs right now. You said I'm sorry. Did you say Cowboys? Who would you want to see? Uh, Dallas. I think their ceiling's the highest. I do kind of enjoy the New York Giants, not going to lie. I don't. I honestly I don't really enjoy any I, of these teams. I, I don't I don't want to see any of them. I just CD Lamb, I Amari, Zeke. Like I just go, I just I can watch them and go, "All right, that looks I can convince my brain that might be a playoff team." I've never spent too much time thinking about it and Big Game like, McCarthy on Twitter, people love tweeting about him. I do think potentially it's criminal that it, like a 6-win team gets in the playoffs. <laughs> the, my rule what I'd say to the competition committee is like it's a like division bowl eligibility. Winner, yeah, to me a division winner shouldn't be able to host a playoff game if they don't have a winning record or something like that. But they still get I, in. I'd be cool with you you have to at least get to 500 to get an automatic berth. To win the division, see, like here's you what, shouldn't be able to get in at seven and nine. Don't I don't think. I don't think that's crazy, but I also think like, uh, well, it's not only do I think it's crazy, I think it's pretty logical. Because you, you get a because you get a home game. Yeah, I, you know what? My attitude's like whatever weird shit happens. Uh, it's it's kind of crazy, but it, thank God because they, we're gonna. Been, they, but they've been doing this now for like three years. You talking about the NFC that, East? Yeah, well, they, but, they, but again, like they, we can get if it was the AFC South, uh, AFC South or something, it'd be brutal. But these teams are on TV either way. No, I, I I know what you're saying in terms of. So thank God their games matter, even though even though we think they fake matter, but they matter. Yeah. Because we're getting the Cowboys, and we're. Getting I did Eagles. I did find the Minnesota Cowboy game today entertaining. Well, because Minnesota's better than their record sometimes. Yeah. But Minnesota to me is I guess they lost to the Cowboys today. <laughs> I was gonna say like they're way better than everyone in the NFC. So I was like Johnny, you just watch them lose. Maybe they're not. <laughs> <laughs> to Andy Dalton. How about Taysom? <clears throat> Not Jameis. I mean, uh, so yeah. Go ahead. I, I I've been thinking about. This I thought time. he was much better than I had anticipated him being. I, I thought it was going to be a disaster, and I could see how it was close to being a disaster because he's like a frenetic player. He's not like a normal pocket sitting there like going. He's like kind of always running around. Clearly, Sean Payton is just dying to see a guy running around because he loves it. Well. I, I want, it was it was weird, but it worked. I hated it at first. I'm like, this is come on, man. This is crazy. Like, I don't want to see Taysom Hill play quarterback. But then I thought, well, if you roll Jameis out there, everyone knows exactly what the what you what you what they're gonna get as a defense, like in terms of preparation, right? You know what you're gonna get. He yeah. could beat you, but he's gonna but he Sean knows he's gonna throw two balls to the other team too every game. At least with Taysom, it's just different than what you face every week. It just he just—I mean, he, he let him in rushing. <laughs> he, he threw. He ran for two touchdowns, 
he's was, dynamic. He's a dynamic runner. I didn't think he could be 18 to 24, 18 to 23 for 233 in a game. I, he threw a couple sweet balls that hit guys in their hands. And he had, a, did you, he had a deep touchdown that got called back because of a penalty. He did have a ball to like Emmanuel Sanders that was like a, it might have hit the rafters. He threw it so hard. I don't think this would work over 16 weeks. I don't think so. Would this work against a good team? Well, who do they play next week? Would like would you if you if I told you do they beat Tampa fifty to nothing if Taysom Hill's the quarterback? No, no, I they lose. Yeah, I I, I think, I, but then again, like I think you get away with a few weeks of him just running around and it's just hard as shit for people. They play Denver next well, week. Well, he said today, I, I saw a quote on I've just got NFL network on the on my TV here. It's and before we started recording, I saw in the headline was like Sean Payton says we have the Drew Brees replacement on our team. Like he loves this guy. Okay. And I saw Someone that covers the Saints tweet like this is not random. He's like, I ran into Sean Payton on a walk in 2017 in the spring at like Park Avenue, wherever they live, right in the suburbs. And he goes, Jeff, did you see Taysom at practice on? Or he said, Were you at practice on Thursday? Did you see number seven? He's like, This love affair goes back like immediately in OTAs. Payton kind of fell for this kid. Like he, this is not. It doesn't happen that often in the NFL. Like this true love of of non like, yeah, he likes uh you know Khalil Mack. No shit, right? It's like the star player. Like he likes Julio Jones or Michael Thomas. It this kind of was unique because he wasn't really a quarterback, but in Sean's mind, he believes him a quarterback. Maybe there's a chance that this story comes out like, and maybe it's been written. I don't. I'm not that locked in on it. That like he was watching the film on it, and he was he mandated they sign him as an undrafted free agent or whatever the way it happened. A little like Romo way back in the day. Remember when he was the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, and like he loved Romo, and Romo's pushback is like, "Well, he really loved me. They didn't fucking draft me. They gave me ten thousand signing bonus." He's kind of right, but it's like, well, Romo, it's not the way. It's, it's just the way it works. He doesn't. He's the offensive coordinator. He doesn't have that much pull. Jerry's going to draft who he's going to want to draft. He probably did really like. He's not lying to you. That, and I think anyone can relate to this who's just employed. Having the most powerful guy in the building like you the most is a really important thing, right? If you were a player on the New Orleans Saints, is there a human you'd want? Even more than the owner to like you than Sean Payton, like no, if you're of on, not. yeah. So it's just like he has the right guy that not just not only likes him, like believes in him probably more than anyone. Even going back to like Bronco Mendenhall, right? I mean, it's just no one's ever believed in Taysom Hill probably at the level in which Sean Payton. And I didn't realize how much he believes in him until he started him this week. I was pretty shocked. I don't know about you. I was I was surprised. I thought he was messing with people college football style. Now here's the thing: I never would have watched that game, guy. Just on my like second TV, just Saints Falcons. I specifically kept flipping the channel back whenever yeah. they were on offense. It's like I want to see what this guy. And then he's like backpedaling to the side. It's, it it was it was an enjoyable roller coaster ride. Now the Falcons aren't any good, as we know, but they do play the Falcons again in two weeks. I'll be interested to see if it's that. I don't want to say easy, but when the Falcons get a second look at them, is it? Does it look like well, of, that of of all the quarterbacks, you know, like when a rookie starts or an or like a third year practice squad guy, and they like we had to go back to watch his LaTeX film, like there, there's really nothing on this guy, right? What? How would you get ready for him? This guy was a legitimate 
Yeah, fuck. We just know he's going to run well, around. I don't know. Well, you do like a cut up of all his passes in the NFL. It's like, all right, Barry, thanks for those 12 plays. Now what do we do? I think do? it was 18 career attempts or something. Well, did I see who? There and were... and wasn't he always hurt at BYU? It's not like he played that much. He kept getting, I remember he kept tearing his ACL. Yeah. Is he like 40 years old? How old is he? 30? He's, he he's not like 26. Yeah. He's 30 or 29. I mean, he, yeah, he's 30. <laughs> he's the oldest prospect you, you know I'm when rich gannon it. got when rich gannon got to the raiders he was like 32 like this is not yeah normal. but like, uh, are you buying it well do you think he's a three-year starter for the saints no do you well do you see drew Brees is like 17 broken ribs well somebody tweeted like how did they find two more broken ribs a week later <laughs> i don't know when That's i saw crazy. ed warder tweet out you know i just just talked to drew he said He's got eleven fractures. Eleven? Like, you just you guys said like four on Tuesday. It's crazy. He does. I don't even think they're. I don't feel like Drew Brees is a big played up guy. I, I think it's legitimate. No. Like his rib cage is in bad shape. Punctured. I, I read four. I read four to five weeks. Yeah. They started with two to three. Like we're gonna see this experiment for a while. We are. The good news is they got it. They're not in a rush because they're eating two. Yeah, they're lucky that and the Packers just lost today. Like they're in pretty good shape, aren't they? Who's who's really on their heels? Seattle, kinda, not really. I mean, Seattle plays the the Eagles this week, so that's a win. Um, the Rams play Monday night. I mean, they, they yeah, Rams. Even if the Bucks win, they're on their. If the Bucks win now, because they've split, right? Yeah. No, the, they beat the them Bucks twice, beat them remember? the first. Uh, the Saints beat them the first time at home too. You're right. Beat him twice. Um, Do you think the Saints are going to be the number one seed with Taysom Hill at quarterback? <laughs> Saints, Saints God, are in pretty I good shape, but the pa- the Packers did beat the Saints. So I mean, if that that is the one thing they did beat them in New Orleans. Remember when Aaron's getting to jump off sides on the road? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, DraftKings was fun. We're not going to spend much time breaking down our, our big thing today, but shout out to commission. You don't, don't want to hear the two guys that get paid to advertise. Also brag about winning the money. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the guy named commission who finished first. I finished second. John finished third. It was as tight a finish as you and I have ever had. Yeah. Point nine. I, wa- points. I wanted to, I wanted to beat you bad, but I, it got to the point where I just didn't have a pass. Well, it was crazy because we were going to overtime in the Colts game. I had Michael Pittman. You had, uh, Hines and the Naheem. guy Naheem Hines and the guy behind the guy in fourth place had uh, Jonathan Taylor. So I also like, had Gasecki that no one else had, and they were driving down the field. and Fitz threw it at him a couple times. He threw him out of the. He gave I was him a, terrified watching that game. He too. threw a ball into the touch into the in the end zone, almost picked off. But yes. Gasecki was the receiver. I'm like, oh, he's throwing to Gasecki. I'm in my fucking office screaming, Gasecki. <laughs> well, we were texting the whole time, like we, you know, just we were staying on top of what we were each rooting against, and there was a lot to root against. But holy smokes, man! It was, that uh, that it was feeling fun. of having—it's one thing to like have Keenan Allen, where you just know you're going to get it. But when you have a Michael Pittman, a Gasecki, and every time they line up, you kind of look for your guy, yes. and then the quarterback drops out, you're like, oh, he's looking in the—he's looking in the area because it happened with the Cowboys. Where it's like, oh, do not throw it to CeeDee Lamb. And then I was like, look, he's, like, oh, he's throwing to Amari. And then he threw the touchdown to the random white tight end. I was like, thank God. I know. It's like, hand it to Zeke. Hand it to Zeke. Hand they- it to- I'm, ro- I'm rooting for handoffs. 
Well, and the the um, what was it? The, oh, the difference was I had Miami's defense. They punched a fumble out on Denver on the one yard line, got me two points. But how they, about the refs calling it a touchdown? The ball got knocked so out bad. Like two. I mean, it wasn't even close. His helmet wasn't even over the line, let alone the ball. It was. It was a. Of all the plays I saw today, that is one of the better plays of the day. Because that, that would have ended the game. It not only it gave them life, they almost drove the field and scored a touchdown. It, yeah. it was an incredible defensive play. I know they're not going to give game balls because they lost, but that guy, he's getting a shot out in the meeting from Brian Flores. Like That's a winning football play by whoever the fuck made that. What else you got? And the dude, and the dude from uh, – the dude who gave me points, Blackman, the Utah rookie safety. Julian. Who created the fumble – in the Packer game, oh. in overtime, he like splits two you got within, blockers. That's what brought you yeah. within a, less than a point of second place. And then Buckner fell on it. That was your first money finish in DraftKings in our league. I know. Yeah, I I, I still had a net negative day though. If you factor into my bookie too, so yeah, okay. But it's good to just get some cash influx. <laughs> You're moving money between the accounts. <laughs> yeah. Like DraftKings, can you just do a direct deposit to my bookie? How does that? Can you guys just transfer? One thing I hope that happens by the time you hear our second podcast, which we might not know and it might not happen, is BYU is they they, they dropped a Pat Hill <laughs> anytime, any place. Which, by anywhere. the way, you can't just take that. Yeah, one you can't take it. But if you are going to take it, like as a point of pride, if if Pat Hill in his like was coaching BYU and Washington offered, would he have said no? Now, he might, maybe it's an administration thing, but he would not have turned down the game. Pat Hill would have walked to Washington to play the Washington Huskies. He wouldn't have, part, if they said it's a home game And he did. Remember, he scheduled them all the time. Like, he played them. He, yes, he had no problem playing part of, there. Part of his philosophy was doing Kenny that. Amendola, don't just, just fall on the punt, and it's uh, down well, at that, the one-yard line. That, that was Oregon, another team that he was unafraid to play. Is that Kenny's part of John's doing cousin that, is a great guy. W- w- when you're not at a non-Power uh, 5 program, even at BYU, like, that game, I saw Jeff Schwartz tweeting about it, like Fox and ESPN, they would immediately, they're desperate for games right now, games are getting canceled. You would get a primetime game, you have a star quarterback. Like, this, you know what pisses me off, guy? Hmm. I'm sorry, BYU, this year, one, you're not going to the college football playoffs, and two, this year isn't about the college football playoffs. Like, give your kid a chance. That, that game, you fucking might get Herb Street at the game. I mean, what what are you doing? Like, I honestly, about, it's kind of embarrassing to like, and then to try to leak a bunch of things. Like, wait, we're just waiting on a couple things. We're actually not afraid. No, guys, you. you th- this year is about giving. You, you're gonna have a quarterback who could get drafted really high, and this could be a marquee game for him for the entire country to watch where they're all at home in this pandemic slash Thanksgiving, and. I, I, I'm not going to give you credit if you accept on Wednesday because you initially said no because you were pussing out when we all know you're not going to be in the top six. Well, there were there were two things, right? One was we got to wait till the first college football playoff rankings come out Tuesday to see if it's worth it for us. And the other thing somebody said was, well, I saw some people tweeting, BYU fans tweeting at Stuart Mandel, like, no, this is bullshit. The Pac-12 has a rule that Washington could back out Thursday. We don't want to schedule a game with them to have them back out. Because the reason they could back out, if another Pac-12 game comes available and the reports are that Utah's game with ASU probably will be canceled for the second week in a row ASU is going to lose a game, then by rule, Washington would have to play Utah. Like, the league game will take priority. Now, to Friday, keep the money flowing or whatever. Yes. But, like you said to me, well, does BYU have another game scheduled this week? No. Here's the other thing. Guys, 
I love watching you, but look at your schedule. Like, on what planet are you going to the college football playoff with this schedule? Now they could argue, well, we are going to a New Year's Six game. We're going to go to a New Year's Six game if we just go unbeaten. We just take two weeks off, beat San Diego State in two weeks, we're going to a New Year's Six game. And I, I do understand, right, if if BYU were to beat Washington and then beat San Diego State and were 11-0, and would they go to the college football playoff? Probably not. Okay, so then... You agree with that's probably I not? I agree with that, probably not. So that, there, there's no reward. Don't you think they'd get a lot of credit if they went and beat Washington, though, who actually No, I understand. I'm good? just saying this from a, from a money standpoint. If they're not going to get into the CFP by beating UW, and... And my opinion, let's just say for the sake of this, they are going to go to a New Year's Six game without playing them. Then I do understand the risk reward there, but and this is where Stuart Mandel was like, "Look, guys, would they would they not with a with a ten and one record? See, go I, to a New I, Year's Six I, game? They, maybe they would. They're still pretty attractive, but there's several. There's a couple one loss teams ahead of them right now. Plus, you got Cincinnati in the AP. We'll see what the, this is. Why they want to see what the CFP poll looks like, but." To back to the original they, point. Doesn't the CFP poll only show the six teams? They show all 25. Uh, oh, yeah, they show them all. They show them all. I yeah, I, all. it used yeah. to be like early. They'd give you a, f- a first look. Gotcha. Um, but So if they're, but, if they're like 14th, there's no, like they don't have a shot, right? They'll realize. Yeah, even if they're eighth. I mean, there's going to be one lost teams ahead of them. But here's the, here's the but. Back to the, how you started this conversation. And this was, I give Stuart Mandel credit. He's like, yeah, all that's whatever. You can't make your slogan, anybody, anytime, anyplace, and then have conditions. <laughs> like, just bottom line. Because they've been arguing, like, hey, our schedule's our schedule. We can't do anything about it. And then you get handed this gift of, like, okay, UW's ready. <laughs> and so Washington called them, like, hey, you guys want in? And their their initial reaction was no. It it completely discredits I, again, because I get I the logic I understand. Just you got to burn that you can't sell the anybody the time any place t shirts anymore. Yeah, it's a, it ended. Even even if the game goes through like Wednesday, they commit. That's to right, because it. it it's like it I, I will fight anybody in this bar. <laughs> okay, let's fight right now. Well, hold on. <laughs> yeah. we I gotta I gotta get a week training with Chuck Liddell, yeah. and I get to wear my special shorts I, when I we had fight. Tater no. tots tonight. I don't want to fight with tater tots in my stomach. <laughs> yeah, oh, you, we we get to fight, but we got to go to like three other counties. It's about thirty minutes away. That's where I'll fight you. <laughs> like, no, that's not how it works. You're fucking saying right now and, because and, part of doing that, it's easy to do, right? As a smaller school, and then you finally get okay, David versus Goliath. You got it, and that's what made Pat, Pat so awesome. It. He lived it. He, he played. It. People kept telling him like, Pat, dial it back, bro. Right. His whole thing, and I heard him say this over and over to the players. You guys come here. Not to play New Mexico State, not to play even like Nevada. And the irony is, Nevada's kicking our ass. But it was it was to play Wisconsin on you know Memorial Day to play USC it, it, to play Michigan to State play, yeah to play, to play Oregon. Oregon to play fucking Tennessee to play LSU at night. Like it, it's just stuff that it's a big deal. Like you can go the BYU route, and for the most part, BYU in previous years have played better schedules. But like yeah, they played like four or five Pac-12 teams last year. Yeah. Because I heard I heard Brady Quinn talk about like you can say what you want about Notre Dame, like they should think about moving forward, just joining the ACC. He said the problem is like there are a lot of built-in rivals that they get to just do by being an independent, right? Yeah, I mean I didn't hear that, but I'm guessing part of it is like your schedule is easier if you play the ACC than your normal schedule, right? Yeah, I mean no, he's like part of it is like. 
playing Michigan and playing USC and playing some of these games, playing the academy means a lot to the program. For, and then also playing the 4-5, like we wouldn't be able to do that. Right. The SC game Remember might not played, be able to happen every didn't year. Didn't they play at Georgia last year? Notre Dame? Their schedule some years looks like oh, it's, it's ridiculous. But they take pride in that. Yeah, like they want I love to do it. that. It's what... What, what other program, what makes, if they weren't in USC's conference, would play USC every year? Uh, yeah. Right? No. It doesn't make any sense. No. For it's, not, then it's not like a geographical rivalry. No. It's, and by the way, do you think NBC wants, I mean, NBC loves paying for Notre Dame probably no matter who they play, but they like Notre Dame as an independent better than playing Pitt. For sure. I, I, I just think. Although it feels like I was Zach, Pitt all the if time. I, I do think Zach Wilson. If he got the opportunity to play Washington, had a really good game, it could really help his stock. And look, he played them last year. Looks like they haven't. But I, 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 I do think part of Zach Wilson's uh, evaluation is going to be last year. It's not going to matter that much. Right, right. I'm just saying from his, from his perspective, like you're not playing a completely unfamiliar opponent. Like yeah, they've played him last. He hasn't he played him two years in a row. They've been, they played him uh, in eighteen. Yeah, they too. probably played him at home. So it's like you guys know it's. I'd say last this year was that. BYU. It's it's a familiar opponent, right? You you should think you're way better this year. Like this, your team's good. Wouldn't you want to play them than not play a game? Uh, well, now, there yeah. is money on the line, it, I, and I get I, the I, administrations. I get, I get. It's just you can't do the anybody anytime anyplace and then have conditions. That's all. That's the point. Yeah, it ended. That's the point. It ended. Um, did you did you see Pat Fitzgerald on Joey Galloway? No. So Joey Galloway said in the morning, or maybe it was during the week, when they, they did like a college football show, and they asked him, like, do you think Northwestern has any chance to upset Wisconsin? And then Reese, there's a panel. It's like Joey, Kirk, David Pollock. And he goes, what do you think, Joey? And Joey goes, he kind of laughs, and he goes, Reese. Or he goes, they have a bunch of Reese Davises. They have no chance to Okay, beat now I understand. And Pat Fitzgerald was like, you know, at first I kind of laughed. And then I started thinking about it and it pissed me off. And then a bunch of our players saw it. And they're like, well, I'm not fucking restate. And we, we got pissed off. Guy, they went in and kind of kicked the shit out of them. Like they they dominated. So I saw like a Sports Center update and it's like a couple Reese Davises and it showed like two Reese Davis photos. And they I could tell they were making fun of Joey, but I didn't know what was happening. And then they were showing a Northwestern highlight. I was like, what is going on? So, okay, that now I understand. So Joey Galloway said Northwestern is full of a bunch of Reese Davises. That's okay. Did, and, and then they went in, they beat them 17-7. to did, seven. did Reese go to Northwestern? No, he's just an average white guy. It, it was basically uh, a shot above, at white people. Above average jawline. <laughs> yeah, I nah, I think he's probably. Reese? I'd, yeah, I'd say he's pretty. I think yeah, he's I mean, got a normal above average jawline. Is he a collegiate athlete? Uh, is he would not surprise maybe? me if Reese Davis played college soccer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's... went to Alabama, so did not play football. No chance. Um, you know, I Jim Nance just thoughts and prayers. I hope he, I hope, I hope, I hope he gets that seventeen million dollar contract that he's looking for. <laughs> did you see the thing that went viral about the dude at Pebble Beach? The dude at Pebble Beach? No. So this. The, a couple of buddies are playing Pebble Beach. They're on like the 18th tee, I think. And they see Jim Nance just going for a walk, maybe walking his dog. And one of the guy gets him. He's like, bro, can I film my friend and you call it? And he, he films his friend it. hitting it. And Jim Nance is like, 
here's Chris on the 18th tee. <laughs> it's pretty. It's pretty. I can't good. wait to watch. Jim, it. I think Jim Nance was just going for a walk. I don't know if it's the 18th tee. It, there's definitely maybe it's the 8th tee. I don't know why Jim would be walking back at eight. So you know, 18 kind of has that little wrap around where you could walk. It probably is 18. So that's you, that's pretty cool. Do you think that I give Jim I give Jim some credit for kind of playing to it? I Jim's growing on me with that one. Do, do you think you know, I actually Nance, thought he had a valid? Ex, he's definitely worth oh a I, raise. Yeah, yeah. Look, I mean, uh, seventeen million to do that, but yeah, it, that's but the market's the market. I I think he. What are they going to do? What are they going to do without him? I think he's earned it. So we're live now at fourteen. Fourteen. And this is going to be reachable today because Andrew is one of the longest hitters out here on tour. That is raw strength. And he absolutely savages it around the corner. And I'll have a chance to go for this green in two. He's six under par. He leads Woods and Kepka by one here in the final round. <laughs> Woods and Kepka savages it around the corner. Those guys are going to be telling their buddies. I mean, think about that. You pro- who knows where they're from? They're playing Pebble Beach, and they run into Jim Nance. I mean, that's, that's awesome. And he and he played through. Do you think maybe it. Nance was walking there because Nance just like hops on at Pebble the way you hop on at El Nacero? No, because I I, I think fourteen T is kind of by fourteen mile drive or you know eighteen mile drive or whatever. So his house is on that strip. I think he's walking. I could what holes he on? I've never really gone over to fourteen T. But that is an area where you can walk from where his house is, I think. It makes sense. Yeah, I guess it does go right kind of curves by the road, huh? Yeah, so the road. So I bet how often, you know, like when you think about, what'd you do today? I just went for a walk in the park. Like Jim's like, I just went, took a took a little, uh, you know, fifey for a little walk here. They just walk down to 14 to 18 to the water. I bet people see him all the time thinking about it, right? Whoever's playing. You might not notice him if he has a hat, but these guys... Look like they were probably like in their 30s. Like they they knew him. Like, you noticed Jim fucking Nance. Yeah, you noticed Nance. He's big. He is that, big. That, that's funny. That's a that's a memorable moment for that's, those that's those guys cool. are gonna be bragging about it. That was really cool. Um. All right. So plan this week. We'll have another podcast out Friday. That's the plan right now. Usually we do three during the week. This will be a two week two week potter. Maybe some YouTube videos or something happens the next couple of days. Yeah, maybe some YouTube Who videos knows? or something. Who knows? We'll, we'll maybe not. play the week by ear. We'll see. Play we can the... do whatever we want. That's right. Uh, Patreon. Check in with the bosses, uh, <laughs> Guy and John. What do you guys think? Hello? Hey, it's us. What do you guys want to do? Yeah, we'll play it by ear. <laughs> cool. Excellent. All right. See ya. On that note, later. Have a great week, everybody. Happy Thanksgiving. If we don't talk to you before then. Yeah. Godspeed. We're thankful for all of you. Yes, we are. Give thanks to you guys. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.